First Class Fatherhood. That is where Alec Lace comes in with his popular podcast. And one of the most interesting was on a podcast. Alec Lace interviews high-profile fathers from actors to NFL players with a vision to change the narrative of fatherhood and family life. Welcome, everybody, to episode 644 of First Class Fatherhood, a family-made media podcast. Today, joining me on the show is Brian Greenberg. Brian Greenberg is an actor, writer, director, producer. He's an artist. He does it all. You may remember him from way back when he played Jake on One Tree Hill. Most recently, he just wrapped up a film called Junction, in which he acted, directed, wrote, and produced. He's also got an upcoming film titled You People, in which he co-stars along with Jonah Hill, Eddie Murphy, and Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Brian Greenberg is also very well known for starring in the HBO smash hit series How to Make It in America, as well as the HBO biopic Bessie. Now, Brian recently became a father of twins. Honored to have him on the podcast today. Always inspired when I talk to young dads of twins. I uh, can never imagine what it's like for them to go through that. Again, I have the Irish twins. Uh, my oldest two were born 15 months apart, but nowhere near does that give me an idea of what it's like uh, for these young dads to experience having twins. You get two in one shot. Always have mad respect. Hats off for all the dads out there of twins. Really enjoyed this conversation with Brian Greenberg. Brian Greenberg will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Brian Greenberg was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you'd like to watch today's conversation, please subscribe to First Class Fatherhood on YouTube. Link is in the description of today's podcast episode. All right, some really awesome family content coming out of the Family Made newsletter. I've been telling you guys about it for the last week or so here. Go to news.familymade.com. Sign up. All you got to do is put your email in. It's as simple as that. It's free to get. They put out a newsletter every Monday and Friday. Just this past Friday, they had questions and answers uh, about me time, starting a family. They also covered communication, intimacy, passion, commitment. You get stories from both Sean Johnson and Andrew East. So get over there to news.familymade.com. Just put your email in right there, and then boom, you're right in. Every Monday and Friday, the newsletter will hit your news box. And let's face it, every little bit helps. If you're like me, I'm just trying to be a better dad today than I was yesterday. And everything I can get to give me a little bit of an advantage on that, I'm all in. So check out their newsletter. Love what Sean and Andrew are all about. Make sure you follow me on my Instagram account, at Alec underscore Ace, for all the upcoming guest announcements. Find out who else will be joining me here on the podcast this week. And if you could, as always, please help me spread the word about the podcast. Every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list. And let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. And you know it, Father's Day is every day right here on the podcast. And here comes straight up my interview with Brian Greenberg on First Class Follow. Joining me now, First Class Father Brian Greenberg. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. It's good to be here. Thanks for having me. All right, let's start like this. How many kids do you have? How old are they? I got two kids and they're almost a year old, like in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, I know. You got the twins going on over there. You guys, you have it anymore? Or are you all done here? Is that enough? What? Come on. <laughs> don't ask me that, man. I'm so exhausted. I can't even think about that. Nah, I almost got the vasectomy in the hospital the day they were born. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you could, Brian, please just take a second here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Yeah, sure. Um, my name is Brian Greenberg. I'm an actor, artist, musician. Now, director, producer, writer, kind of do. I'm just an artist. I do everything. Yeah, you said you said almost a year into this now. So, uh, so far, how has this experience of becoming a father kind of changed your perspective on life? 
Oh man, this is definitely the most challenging year of my life and the most rewarding as well. Um, I don't know. I always heard like parents say, you can't explain what being a parent is like to have it. It's just something that's unexplainable. And I'm like, well, no, I think I can explain it. It's just like your life doesn't matter anymore. It instantly shifts. It's like, oh, I'm not the most important person anymore. It's just about, it's just about, and it's not even about the relationship with your partner. It's really just about the kids. And then everything else kind of comes second, you know? Um, and now I'm trying to learn now of like, how do I, okay, how do I become a better partner? of a spouse how do i become you know like a better individual on my own if just not making it all about the kids but um you know it's tough at this age they need so much of your energy and your love so it's really hard to um you know to think of or to do anything else to prioritize anything else besides them yeah and you know brian obviously become a first-time dad getting hit with twins yeah. right out of the gate and then also during right. a pandemic having your first uh children i would imagine that's yeah. got to be difficult as well what was that experience like were you able to be at all the appointments were you able to be with the delivery how did it yeah. work out having your, your children during the pandemic yeah no i mean you know because of covid everything got it like uh you know the doctor's appointments everything a lot of stuff was remote and whatnot but um yeah i mean it wasn't we were kind of toward the tail end of, of covid so the funny thing about COVID though, it's like, I was very, I'm a very social person. I like to go out. I'm very busy. But during COVID, I, I got, you know, my, everything got really small for everybody. Um, my circle got small, um, you know, my world got very tiny. And it, and oddly, it prepared me for being a father because I just, you know, I don't have the FOMO of like going out and doing stuff because I've already been kind of like hibernating and in this zone for a while. So it's not like a huge shock for my system as it would be for most new parents in a normal situation i was already kind of like ready for it yeah and it also too i mean it forced a lot of people to to, to be home stay with their families yeah. and they didn't have to travel as much and there was a lot yeah. less going on so it was a little silver lining in that sense yeah. uh what would you consider to be brian the top values that you hope to instill in your kids growing up oh man that's a good question i just want them to be good people you know i can't and i also want them to be themselves um but i guess there's one thing that sounds it might sound kind of corny or hokey, but like if I could just instill in them to learn to be present, uh, which is something that I had to learn later in life. And I think I would have been such a better person if I could have learned how to do that and to channel that being present early in life. Um, I'm going to try to instill that into them. Yeah, I love that, Brian. What about as far as your routines go? You got a good routine going down? Is it still all over the map? You got a bedtime routine? How is it feeding with the twins? What does the routine look like over there at the Green yeah, House? I mean, we we got them on a good sleep schedule. I, I read that book that I would highly recommend for every, every new parent, uh, 12 hours and 12 weeks um, it, uh, for sleep training. It was a game changer. Like once we could, at about four months, we could close the door and we'd be good for about seven, uh, 12 hours, which is great. It's just like unheard of. And we still got that. Um, there's, there's a couple like that. They're teething. So, you know, it's like nothing's perfect. And, you know, life is, they're not, they're humans. They're not robots. So things change. But. For the most part, they're pretty pretty good, and you got them on a pretty good routine. Trying to get them off the formula, trying to implement more food. Um, but yeah, I mean, like their naps are dwindling now, which is a little scary. Like, are they gonna sleep? Are they not gonna sleep? Like, <laughs> what is happening in the daytime? So, I don't know. The routine we had a routine, but it's it's all changing. I don't know. Yeah, and, and you know, 
our, I have four kids. We have four kids, oh. and our our first two are 15 months apart. We call them Irish twins. But I yeah, know yeah. from having friends that have have twins, yeah. uh, it's a whole different ball game of experience, and I don't oh. know exact at all what they're going through. And I do know that it does take a village when you have them twins. Do you guys? How is your village? Do you have your in laws? Do you have uh, your pat? You have uh, people around you that have been helpful, supportive. What's that been like for you? You are not lying. First of all. You know, the best advice I got was don't take any advice from anybody that doesn't have twins. Because it's just, it is a completely, completely different ballgame. Um, it's just, I mean, if, you, if you're an experienced parent, the second one is a lot easier. But when you have two and you don't know what you're doing, it's crazy. Um, so, yeah, definitely takes a village. Um, and, and that's the other thing I learned about this year was who my real friends are and who has really stepped up for us. Um, and it's... I, that to me is like the most uh, uh, heartwarming part of this whole experience is just like seeing who's really got your back and who's there for you. Cause like when they're kids, when they're babies, like infants, everyone's come by and like show up and like play with them cause they're cute. But it's like, who's gonna be there like four months later and like really wanna help out or like bring over a meal and you know, just kind of, and not just come over there and hang out, but like help out. Um, so yeah, friends have totally stepped up. In-laws are amazing. My sister-in-laws are, uh, unbelievable um my immediate family my mom and dad and my sister have all been great cousins like i'm very blessed and uh i hope they keep up the hard work for the next 20 years <laughs> <laughs> yeah right on with that and i know you guys did the uh the halloween themed uh wedding was a big deal with you guys yeah. do, you, do you have uh i don't know i, I think they, they came right before halloween last year do yeah, you know, are they, yeah uh, do, do you have halloween fa a family theme this year what are you guys gonna be yeah. for halloween what are kids gonna be about it yeah we're talking about it i'm like are we just gonna be those corny parents that they all dress alike and i was like i'm kind of into it yeah so we might do like some star wars thing because we're kind of dorks about star wars so we might do that um there's plenty of characters to drive from um yeah we don't know yet there's just early talks but we have to figure it out yeah, a lot of options with a family of four there to, to tap into so pretty well, cool we got a dog named ewok so you know he's already part you know he's already got his costume on yeah, it'd be interesting to see what it comes up with, uh, what you guys come up with year after year. But um, And what about as far as any other traditions? Do you guys have any traditions that you guys are planning on starting with the kids, any that are carrying over, any new ones? What does that look like? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm Jewish. Um, my wife is Korean. So we're, like, trying to implement uh, a lot of those, uh, you know, we're, I'm very, we're both very proud of our heritage. And uh, we're trying to, trying to, like, yesterday was uh, Rosh Hashanah, uh, which is the Jewish New Year. And so I brought my... My, my kids over to my cousin's house and we had, you know, apples and honey and like, you know, traditional uh, new, uh, new year's food, which is great. Um, for their first birthday, we're going to do um, like a, a little game that they play in the Korean culture where you put all these, like you put a, uh, like a stethoscope or like a microphone or a baseball bat and you have all these different toys and then you see which the baby gravitates towards and you can bet and be like, what are they going to be? Are they going to be an athlete? Are they going to be a rock star? Are they going to be a lawyer? So it's kind of fun. Everybody gets to get involved with that. So we're and we'll have like good Korean food. So we're looking forward for that for the first birthday. Very cool. And how about as far as that? Have you given any thought to, given your background, have you given any thought about your kids getting into the acting world? There is that something that you'd like to uh, get them involved in, or is that something you'd like them to stay away from? I'd like them to stay away from it, but I think <laughs> one of them is just like a natural. He's just he's he's really funny, and he's. <laughs> he's got great comedic timing and i'm like man this kid he's gonna be good it's like my worst nightmare to be honest because it's such a hard <laughs> life <laughs> it's, well, a hey, hey, it's a hard life 
Yeah, and, and tapping into that, Brian. I mean, yeah. obviously, the, the way that we consume media, the way we watch yeah. media now has changed drastically uh, from when you first came onto the scene here. Yeah. And a lot of people, their their way into the acting has changed a lot. What what kind of advice do you have for parents out there who have kids that are is studying acting, are aspiring actors? What route would you tell them to steer the kids? Oh, I mean, my my parents, I wanted to be an actor from a very young age. And I got to give my parents credit. They, you know, I wanted to, I had an opportunity to go like pro, I guess, you know, like early on uh, when I was a teenager, um, uh, some town scouts found me and I, they invited me to go to New York and get an agent and do all this stuff. And my parents were like, why don't you just be a kid? And if you still want to do this in four years, when you go to college, you can do it then. Let's, but like, just be a kid and that will be there. And my love for it stayed and I went to NYU and I, you know, that's, uh, I'm still doing it and I still love it. So I give my par parents all the credit in the world for just taking their time with it. And I think most parents should do that. But if your kid wants to do it, like you gotta, I think you should be, you know, listen to the kid. You don't want to deprive them either, you know? Yeah, very, very cool, Brian. And yeah. what about as far as um, discipline goes? I know the kids are just about to be one here, but you guys obviously coming from different cultures. Have you guys discussed the type of disciplinarians you guys are going to be as parents? Who seems to be the more disciplinary? Yeah. And what type of discipline style did you grow up with? Well, my wife likes to use a baseball bat. I use a belt. Um, you know, it's just choose your weapon. No, I'm just uh, they're too young. They're perfect. You know, they're, they're so innocent and perfect. There's nothing to discipline them about. They're just babies doing what babies do. So, um, we're just, there's nothing we're really, uh, we haven't really gotten into that level yet, but I mean, we're trying not to say the word no so much and I'm trying to explain why, not that they understand anything. Um, but it's just, uh, we're trying to get in the habit of that. And, um, yeah, I mean, you want to, we're trying to be lenient, but at the same time, like, I think I'm probably good probably going to be a little more stern. I think that's the way it's sh shaping up. But, you know, I, I, like I said, I just want my kids to be happy and, you know, I'm not going to roll with an iron fist or anything like that. <laughs> Very cool. And has it changed so far? Any of the projects that you plan on working on? What projects do you have coming right. up? And has it altered the fact of uh, taking on jobs? Are you putting a oh pause on anything? What's coming up for you? Well, the good news about COVID is like, as an actor, most of your meetings can be done, uh, you know, via Skype or Zoom. Um, so that's great. You don't have to like go across town or you can be out of town and you can just kind of do your meetings virtually, which is great. Um, yeah, I mean the week that I think the second week they were born, I was doing a movie for Netflix called you people with, uh, Jonah Hill, Eddie Murphy, uh, Julie Louis-Dreyfus, David Duchovny is going to be hilarious it's coming out next year. Um, so look for that. But so, yeah, I was, but thankfully that shot in LA where we were, uh, where the kids were born. And then, then my wife is a saint and I got to give her all the credit in the world because I've been working on this movie called Junction that I wrote. And I finally got it off the ground this year and I went off to Rhode Island for two months to direct it. So she held down the fort for two months with babies without me. I, I didn't see them at all, which was crazy. Um, and then I'm in New York right now editing that every day. So it's been, you know, like the Directing a movie is the hardest thing ever, and then having twins is the hardest thing ever. So this has been the hardest year. I'm not kidding. This is the hardest year of my life, but definitely all good problems. Like, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah, awesome. And how has the experience been watching your – I know one of the things, too, is when you start having children, it, yeah. it definitely changes the relationship. You see your, yeah. your partner in a much different light. You've never known them as a parent before. Wow. So what has it been like uh, watching your wife go through this process and become a mother and take on the role of motherhood? Uh, she's my queen and she's like has all my respect it's uh 
she's she's just natural. She's so good at it, and I'm I'm always screwing up and always doing the wrong thing. <laughs> but <laughs> thank God I got her. You know, thank God. Well, last thing I want to hit you with here, Brian, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Uh, The best advice I got was, um, you know, because you – like, I'm in a gig, you know, career where I don't know what the next gig's going to be. And, you know, sometimes you can stress out about that, especially when you have to provide. you got mouths to feed now, and that can light a fire under you. But, you know, so you stress about, like, oh, is my house big enough or – you know, do I have do I have enough money for their college funds? All these things you start like money stresses, which aren't really real, um, because you'll figure it out and you'll be fine. But the best advice I got was, doesn't matter. All that matters is you got to love these kids because that's what they're gonna remember. You know, just love them. That's all you got to do is love. Them. And it's so simple and such a great reminder. I think about it all the time. And that goes to staying present and just being there, just being you know, just just being in love with your kids. You know, just don't resent them. Because that can be easy to do sometimes when you're tired and you haven't slept and they're crying. And you don't know what to do. Just just love them. Just love them. Yeah, I love that. I love the message. It's been a lot of fun for me. I got to say, Brian Greenberg, you're a first-class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. Taking the time. Thanks so much, man. You have been listening to First Class Fatherhood. First Class Fatherhood is a family-made media podcast. Please visit www.firstclassfatherhood.com or www.familymade.com to find out more details. You can order First Class Fatherhood advice and wisdom from high-profile dads on Amazon.com or wherever books are sold. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Proverbs 22.6 tells us, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will never depart from it. God bless, and I'll catch you next time.